Dr. Marketing Tips, paging Dr. Marketing Tips. Dr. Marketing Tips, you're needed in the marketing department. Welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast, your prescription to the answers you seek to grow your medical practice easier, better, and faster. This show is all about connecting practice administrators and medical marketing professionals with peers working in practices, learning from experiences, making mistakes, and sharing successes. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast. This is Jennifer. And Corey. And thanks for joining us here today. We are going to take the next handful of minutes to talk about a topic that's been hot in the news lately. It's always hot on our mind, but um, something that maybe you set aside when it comes to marketing your practice. You know it's out there, but you're not sure how to tackle it. And today's topic is Yelp, the rating site that we often use to rate um, restaurants and hair salons is now diving into more than ever the world of rating actually physicians and hospital groups. Yeah, actually, according to a recent survey by Software Advice, Yelp is the most popular site for online physician reviews. And if you've been following us at Doctor Marketing Tips for a while, you know that uh, Jennifer and I have often said in the past it's kind of weird that you would rate the sushi place the same way you would rate your cardiologist, but that's actually exactly what's happening. Um, so. It also notes that in 61% of respondents say that they use patient reviews prior to choosing a doctor. And I think that that number is is kind of mind-boggling. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I would totally agree. And the, the fact is, in addition to kind of the piecemeal approach that Yelp has had to offering um, reviews for independent physician groups, they're now diving into reviews and analyzing data of hospital systems urgent cares and the like. In turn, um, in fact, they're doing 4,600 hospitals, 15,000 nursing homes, 6,300 dialysis clinics, and they're all being augmented um, by data that's being provided by the third-party provider ProPublica, and um, that's actually a public interest journalism organization. And um, they're also folding in um, data that's available through Medicare.gov. And this was announced recently by the CEO of Yelp himself, who said he was excited to incorporate healthcare statistics and consumer opinion survey data onto the Yelp business business pages for more than 25,000 medical treatment facilities. And all I see when um, when I hear this, are dollar signs and more work for private practices like yours. Yeah, exactly. I was just going to make that point that, um, you know, they've got hospitals and all of this data kind of coming into the fold now, but you know it's only a matter of time before uh, they're getting the same sort of data for private practices. No, absolutely. And until until now, the data has been generated by users, and um, now they're, they're going into these larger databases to grab it. So what's happened this, this past week is that NPR um, – So this announcement was made by the CEO of Yelp, and then NPR ran a story on what this means and then did a story just on Yelp in general and on ratings and reviews within Yelp of physician sites. And there literally were hundreds of comments 
um, in relation to this piece that NPR ran. And we've got the piece on the, um, the show notes for today's podcast, and it's, it's certainly worth either a read or I think it's a five-minute audio piece. It's definitely worth a listen if you care about this for your practice. So what we did here, um, Corey and I, is we went through the um, kind of the reviews and the comments that were on that piece, and we've, um, we're going to highlight a couple of them here today and just have a discussion about kind of what the, the general thought is about physician rating um, reviews that are out there and kind of give our answers to some of these questions that were posed on the NPR website. All right. So um, I'll, I'll start with the first one okay. and I'll read it off. And then um, Jenny, tell me what you think about this comment. So healthcare professionals, this is a quote, by the way, quote, healthcare professionals need to learn that people simply want to make informed decisions. If doctors don't like being rated on Yelp, then perhaps they should develop a better system for being rated and getting out information about them and their practices. Well, I I say that it's not that doctors don't like being rated or reviewed on Yelp or any of these physician rating websites. They honestly, they don't have a choice because, you know, in this country, we have freedom of speech here in the United States, and um, we take that very seriously. And so people can say pretty much anything they want out there. Part of the problem is that Yelp, and just like it's Yelp and these other rating sites, they don't give physicians a choice of whether or not they want to be on there. And that becomes tough. And then because of HIPAA and the limitations related to HIPAA, these um, the, the physicians can't actually get on the sites and re, um, respond in a way that makes sense or that they might like to. So sometimes that becomes difficult for them too. And oftentimes the reviews that are on there, they're about things that are completely out of the control of the doctor. Traffic was bad. I was late to my appointment. Wait they times. made me reschedule. Um, the staff seemed rude. I got toilet paper stuck to my shoe. <laughs> I mean, you name it. But sometimes it's out of control of the doctor because in your practice, you know this. Doctor is running from clinic to clinic, from patient to patient. And sometimes they're running behind because they've spent more time with the patient that actually needed them or maybe they came from the er or they came from the hospital where they were running rounds well the people that are leaving these reviews on yelp they don't necessarily see it that way yeah i would say that um you know the issue is that many of the people especially on yelp it seems like they kind of they rate these health providers the same way that they would a restaurant so you know they're talking about the the service that they received um, someone that they had an interaction with the staff or they had to you know wait for two hours or whatever and more often than not you, you don't see someone saying you know this guy's a quack and, and he didn't fix me because that's not the issue it's it's more of a customer service issue but then the the office still gets you know one star for that even though the the patient is perfectly fine and healthy now yeah, good points. Good points. All right, so let's move on to the next comment that we found. So I'll um, I'll read this one off, Corey. Quote: Rudeness is a marker for me of a lack of humanity. I wouldn't consider a rude doctor as a competent doctor because dealing with human beings is his job. It's not like they are computer technicians. <laughs> well, that is true. They are not computer technicians, and and their patients are not computers, but. You know, rudeness is so, so subjective. And, you know, we see it all the time. We actually, um, we had a review come across today for one of our clients. Um, and and it was it was a, a five-star review glowing about how great he was and how he would recommend him to anyone. And yesterday, we had a different review 
from the the very same doctor and they talked about how terrible he was and how they would never go back to him and he and he was just one of the rudest people he's ever met yeah i would say it's just so subjective it's like we need tone in an email or tone in a text message it's more about the person leaving the review than the person um on the other end of it you know um it's interesting too i think i think part of it depends on your perception of rudeness might depend on where you're from in this country um especially if you're from the midwest the the level of um, your interpretation of what's polite and acceptable is different than if you lived up in New York or if you lived down in Florida or if you lived out in California. You know, ultimately, we all understand you know the difference between good and bad and manners and and, and being rude. But the fact is, geographically speaking, there's different mannerisms and different habits. And um, sometimes these physicians are coming from all over the country for the best possible job. Yeah, and sometimes also, you know, you just have a bad day. Amen. Yeah, it's just, it it happens. So, you know, if you're rude to the wrong patient, um, and, you know, not saying that that's okay or an excuse, but, you know, sometimes if you're having a bad day and, you, and you're a little short with someone, they go on here and they can, you know, tank your reviews for the practice or for the physician themselves. And, and like we said earlier, with over 60% of people using these sites to help determine who their healthcare provider is going to be, it's more important than ever that you put on a smiling face because there's not much else you can do about it. That's right. So let's move on to the next um, next kind of comment that we saw on the website. I'll do this one, Corey. So, quote, my daughter is an MD and she gets Yelp reviews. They're either five-star or one-star typically. The five-star reviews rave about the attention and care they receive, and the one-star reviews growls about the small parking lot, the small waiting room, not being given the antibiotics they demand or a different diagnosis than the one they self-generated. I think that uh, this gentleman is is exactly right. I think that uh, you know it, it it's so subjective, like we just said. And sometimes you know the diagnosis that the patient gets more often than not, it's the right one. It might not be the one that they want to hear, but there's a reason that they got that diagnosis. But now that they have this voice on Yelp, they can go out there and and leave one star and say oh, well, he just told me to go home and get rest and drink water. He doesn't know what he's talking about. And, you know, maybe that's the best thing for them. I couldn't agree more, Corey. Uh, Corey. I think that this guy is dead on. And I, I don't think you can give too much credence to these reviews. You've got to look at it from a big picture standpoint because, you know, it's it's correct. You either get these one stars or one and a half stars or, or you could get six stars if they allowed for it. <laughs> People either love you or they hate you. And they're just so quick in today's society to jump on their phone and complain about something because it makes them feel better in this instant gratification world. So let me read the next one. Um, so this one says, quote, the reviews really have little little to do with actual outcomes but the future of medicine is to reimburse with outcomes and reviews in mind also who sets the standard for what is acceptable if a doctor gets three and a half out of five stars does he or she get less reimbursement well that is bad news for uh, doctors that can be considered uh, a little a little rough around the edges i think but um and and you know that's a really interesting question because eventually could these reviews be powerful enough to determine reimbursement rates? Well, actually, they could because we see it right now in the hospital setting. Um, I think we have some some stories on doctor marketing, marketing tips where we've talked about um, things like things like those rating sites that you can use, um, surveys that come in that are the anonymous surveys that hospitals send out. And there's even a story that we cited last year of a pediatrician that was afraid to 
um, not prescribe antibiotics for the kids because the parents would be, you know, they think my child's sick, he's got a runny nose, obviously needs an antibiotic, takes him to the doctor, doctor says the child will be fine, he just needs a little sleep and some fluids, but the parent's insistent on the antibiotics, and if they don't get the antibiotics, they get the review in the mail, and they get a negative three, you know, a three out of a five stars, and their reimbursement from the hospital is a little less. And we see this with the HCAP and the CCAP reimbursements and the surveys out there. So, I mean, this is the way that healthcare is going, and it's unfortunate because if the doctors are doing their job, they are not paying attention to the surveys and to the reviews. And then, heck, we're being told if they don't pay attention to the reviews, then their reputation as a result declines. And so it's kind of a catch-22 for the doctors, but it is the way that the world seems to be going these days. Yeah, and, and I can remember just conversations that we've had sort of candidly with some of the doctors that we know, and some of them in, in jest, obviously, they say, well, you know, the, the next time the patient comes in, I'm just going to prescribe whatever they want because I want to get that positive review. Yeah. And, and obviously, they would never do that. But, you know, it's an interesting thing to think about that at some point there is some sort of backlash that's going to come from the, the medical side of this, and doctors are just going to say, well, I, I can't win. Yeah, and they're just so concerned about press gainy surveys at the hospital mm-hmm. level that um, sometimes you forget about the, the care that's being provided. And that comes down more from the administrative team than it does from the physician themselves, or at least that's our interpretation because we only work with private practices, not hospital groups. So let's, um, let's wrap it up here, Corey, and let's talk about Yelp and try to we've talked you know a little bit about what yelp is doing and some of these partnerships they've created and some of the things that are being said out there but let's try to give our listeners just a little bit of an understanding of how this really puts our physicians in a bind because yelp is not all that physician friendly sure yeah so here's the thing whether you want to be or not you're on yelp your practice and more than likely every one of your physicians also has a profile on Yelp and unfortunately there's no easy way to claim these profiles and if they're not claimed the information can be wrong there's not going to be any photos if you get a review you can't respond to it and the list goes on and on and on and on so we had a, a client today that Corey and I actually went out and visited and they um, we needed to claim their Yelp profile and it was easy because it was only one account um, Corey went into the office he sat down he pulled up his computer he has to enter some information in at Yelp and then Yelp actually physically calls the desk that he's sitting at he gets on the phone real quick it takes 30 seconds it's done the the site is now claimed and we can respond to profiles but we had another client that um, is a larger practice and they ended up having 96 different Yelp profiles that we had to try to get claimed with 20 doctors by the way so these 20 doctors turned into 96 profiles yes 96 and the the limitations on you is that per location per doctor you can only claim up to five profiles per day and so what this means is if we have 96 profiles we physically have to drive all over town Um, throughout the course of several weeks to try to claim up to five profiles a day that take us 30 seconds each to claim. And if we don't claim them, then this inaccurate information stays out there. And so um, we've tasked somebody within our office to picking up the phone and trying to call Yelp to find out if there is a solution that will um, save us literally weeks and weeks of work and um, hundreds of dollars worth of gas and just frustration. And the fact is, there's no solution to claiming your profiles right now on Yelp unless you're willing to fork over some dollars for advertising. 
And this becomes the problem is that these physicians, you know, they can deal with the fact that they're going to be reviewed by happy and disgruntled patients. But the fact is Yelp is bending them over and telling them you can't, you know, we're holding your information hostage and your reviews hostage. You can't respond to them unless you claim and verify the profile. But if you have a large practice with multiple locations, you've got to come off some money if you think that you're going to claim it. And Corey, at one point, I think you talked to them. What was the range of the dollars that we're talking about here? Well, they say that it can be that it's it's affordable, obviously, because they're trying to sell you. And, That's subjective. Oh, totally. Because affordable is as little as five hundred dollars a month, up to I think for the quote that we got, it was like three thousand or thirty five hundred dollars per month. And that's to advertise on all of these these uh, profiles that we don't even really care about. We just want you know the main physician profiles and the offices, if that. Yeah, we just want the information to be accurate. And if we had to pay for help to get the profiles claimed, I think the physicians would pay. But the fact is, to be told that we have to advertise in order to get help, that's a completely different story. Yeah, and, and depending on the size of your practice, because um, we, we deal with, with one that has, I want to say, 14 locations or so, and you actually can't even claim that many. You have to get a special number to call, and it's this whole runaround process. And there, there's no specific helpline. There's no customer service it's really it's incredible how how backwards the whole uh, i tend is. to agree so i mean i think we can embrace the idea that yelp is going to make these consumer reviews um, more transparent and more easily accessible for consumers out there um for from a health health healthcare standpoint but hopefully at the same time they're taking a look at the process and allowing these physicians and these hospital groups to claim their profiles for free because it's not fair to go out there and allow one group to make comments um, that negatively or positively affect their reputation but at the same time tell them they've got to pay for it. Yeah and, and one of the I think easiest solutions would, would be to say if you're going to rate someone um, specifically about healthcare on Yelp then you have to use your real name. I bet a lot of these problems would go away, but because you can remain anonymous or you can make up a a nickname or whatever they call it on Yelp that you can kind of hide behind that, that veil on the internet and uh, it's, it just creates more issues. Yeah, it would be nice to see Yelp t- take the approach that Facebook has taken to get rid of those false profiles and require that it's an actual human being. Um, and it would be nice to see a profile across the board that was the same so that these, um, these reviews would follow you because I do think Corey's right. Um, when, when your face is plugged into it and it's your real name, there's some accountability if you're going to say world. something. Yep, Absolutely. Totally different world. And, and the issue with that, if you're wondering, well, why don't they just do that? Well, part of the reason that they don't is simply because they're afraid that their usage would go down. If the usage goes down, the advertising rates go down, and suddenly they're not making any more money. That's right. And if you reference um, one of these articles, and we've got it in the show notes, about this announcement last week with Yelp, the CEO was excited, and the article says you know, he's excited in part because this is going to help them because they've had some declining revenue in the last couple of quarters. So um, pay attention to all this. Yelp really can impact your practice. As Corey said, Yelp is the number one for these types of ratings, and it's just going to grow if they keep if they continue doing these types of partnerships so Corey if a practice manager or a physician wants to do something about their profiles on Yelp what do you suggest run (laughs) Uh, run fast (laughs) Uh, yes put your head in the sand like a lot of us (laughs) 
So yeah, if, if we've um, if we've either enlightened or scared you enough to do something about this, we actually have an article on drmarketingtips.com that will walk you through how to claim your location in just a couple of minutes. Uh, it, it is um, pretty easy to do one location, and then uh, as you multiply offices and physicians and things like that, it gets a little bit trickier, um, but we kind of dive into that on the article. And you know, if you don't want to do it yourself, then we would suggest getting some sort of reputation management service or a firm to help you actually get these things under control because there are a lot of them. And today we just touched on Yelp, but you know, there's there's, there's more than seventy right now. We yeah. actually, um, through Doctor Marketing Tips and our other business, have a reputation management service that we manage. And um, we won't tell you about it too much because you can go find out about it yourself. But the fact is, we monitor over seventy different sites in real time and literally every month receive hundreds of different of reviews that we have to maintain across um, a handful of clients. And so it's worth the time and investment if you don't want to make the time and investment yourself to go ahead and hire some sort of third-party service just for peace of mind, if anything else. Yeah, like we said at the beginning here, that you know these reviews, they're, they're out there regardless. So like Jen just said a second ago, you can kind of bury your head in the sand, but if you do that, then know that people are still going to be talking about you. All right, so I think that's about it for today. And hopefully you've learned something and we've given you something to think about. And thank you so much for joining us on the Dr. Marketing Tips podcast. So until next time, um, adios and we'll see you soon. Thanks, guys. See ya. Thanks for listening to the DrMarketingTips.com podcast. If there's anything from today's show you want to learn more about, check out DrMarketingTips.com for our podcast resource center with all the notes, links, and goodies we mentioned during the show. If you're not already a subscriber to our show, please consider pressing the subscribe button on your podcast player so you never miss one of our future episodes. And if you haven't given us a rating or review yet on iTunes, please find a spare minute and help us reach and educate even more of our medical practice peers. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Doctor's Orders.